What is good, everybody, and welcome to the one and only podcast here. My name is Howie, and today is the very, very first episode. Now, if the audio is not very great, just let me know, and I'll fix it up next episode, because you know, I'm out here doing this, but right now, I'll be talking about my testimony. So, my testimony in Christ, obviously. So, the way I came to Christ is, in 2020, I just finished college, and I, and I decided to drop out and everything, and then... I was learning about finances and everything, you know, I was learning about money, finances, and all that stuff. And then I was doing something that I've done as a child. Now, I was doing, like, you know, I was doing, like, I was being lazy, which is, which the Bible speaks about, which the Bible, I was being lazy, and I was watching porn and masturbation, which is which the Bible speaks against. But I'll talk about that in later episodes. Right now, it's kind of resume. So I was doing those two things, right? And, and I, was, I was doing those two things. We were really just porn and masturbation, but I was watching laziness too, but it's really. I was doing really point of masturbation I was doing and it really trickled down to me like I keep on doing I kept on doing it right and and then uh, for a while I kept on doing it and I just kept saying that God would not be pleased with this God would not be pleased with this God would not be pleased with this and at a certain point when I said God for the last time when I said God would not be pleased with this when I said God would not be pleased with this I took a stand and, I, and that's when I came to Christ and started following Christ now obviously, now obviously, to this day, I still do it, and I know I shouldn't. I still watch porn and masturbation, and I still um, am lazy. I, I just did those things yesterday, and now, 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 hear me out, 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 hear me out. I know within myself, and I know within my heart, my mouth, I know I should not be doing those things because the Bible speaks clear on those things. But I'll get, I'll, I'll get into those things. I'll get into those topics in another time, another video. But yeah. So I just kept on doing it, but after it was like in July 2020, I got saved. July, I think July like seventh, July seventh, I got saved. Right, I got saved. I got saved in July seventh, right. And to this day, I still do it. I've been saved in July 2020, and today is what, like May 10th, if I'm not mistaken, May 10th, 2023. So I'm saying 2020, so it's like almost three years. It's been almost like it's been almost three years. It's been almost three years. It's been almost three years and i still sit on it and I, I know i need to work on it because the bible says what it says it says to repent it says to be born again all those things and we will and we will get into those things in another video but right now I'm talking about this one so after i say i started like you know you know how normally christians do it you know they're on fire for the lord they're on fire for the lord and then they ooh 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 ooh, ooh. Sorry about that. It was a bee. It was a bee near me. I'm outside. You know, you can see I'm outside. It was a bee near me, so I had to, you know, get away from that. Not editing that out. Just not doing it. This is raw footage. Raw footage here. Not not editing any of that out. But yeah, back to what I was saying. So like I said, July 2020. It's been almost three years since I've been saved. And but like I would say July, August, September, October, November. I don't think so. Like basically, basically about like four months later. Basically about like four months later, I think. That was the last one because it was four months later. God put in my heart to go to church because because I I really I vividly remember this. It was a Sunday morning. I was it was Sunday morning, four a.m. It was four a.m. Right, and I think to myself, hmm. Uh, should I go to church? I was thinking to myself, hmm. I was thinking to myself, hmm. Should I go to church? 
Oh, but 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 even but even but before then, I, before I was going to church and everything, when I got, I was just probably watching like these these sermons on TV on, on the Word TV. Like you know you, you know those you know those channels. If you if you're in Michigan, you know those channels. You know the Word TV and then all those other channels near near the net channel that talks about you know that that about Christian channels. You know you, you if you know if you know you know. If you just know you know. I was watching. I, I forgot what the pastor was. I was watching those videos. Now I feel like I was watching it pointlessly because I was watching them, but I wasn't really invested in them. I was just watching them just to watch them for some reason. I wasn't really truly invested in what he was saying for real. But besides that, checking out four months later after I got saved, I decided to go to church. It was four a.m. on a Sunday morning, and I was like, "Hmm, wouldn't it be good to go to church?" So what I did was I was going online because for me I don't like big mega churches. I don't like big mega churches. I don't I don't like those. I just don't because I love connectivity and connection. And smaller churches can can give you that. Smaller churches can give you that than mega churches because smaller churches you basically know everybody. Everybody knows everybody basically. Or um, everybody almost knows everybody. So, so 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 you can have a sense of community with that. I'm not saying you can't have I'm not saying you can't have community with a mega church. It's just I'm just saying there's too many people for my liking. Just too many people for my liking. And too many people of my like. So what happened was I, I just searched up small churches and, and, and popped in my areas, and and then I looked at I looked at three churches. One I looked at three churches. Right, I looked at three churches now, and then I went to their websites. Two websites were like just horrible. Two websites were not really good because because two of the websites they they weren't really all that good because because one was in like. Berkeley, not Berkeley, but Beverly Hills, I think. It was by about five, ten minutes from my house, like five, like five minutes from my house. But Beverly Hills, I think, I think, I think it was the place. That that website was not really good because it didn't really give you anything about like what time, what the services or anything. So I didn't really tell you none of that. But I was saying it, it, it didn't tell you none of that. Then the other one was in Detroit, and I'm like, Nah, I'm not about to go to Detroit. And this is a website. Eh. But then I found one that was like four minutes away from my house, four minutes away from my house. Literally four minutes. It wasn't that far from my house. I could literally just walk there because it wasn't that far. And so I and and the, and the website was beautiful. The website was just so beautiful. So I ended up going there, and I still go there to this day. From that point on, I still go there. Now, 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 granted, there's still things I need to work on because obviously, obviously, you know, typically how unbelievers look at us. How we 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 go to church. You know how typically unbelievers look at us because we go to we, like we go to church right but then like we go to church on sundays or how many times we go to church depending on how depending on what services y'all churches have but typically it's on sundays typically we typically we people go on sundays and make all the day but typically it's on sundays and whatever time to whatever time we all have my church is like from when we started at 11 a.m we started service at 11 a.m so about like what it's about like 12 12 30 that's what i talking about that's our service but I get there a little early because sometimes I like to help people and serve, all those other different things. But we start at 11 to like 12, 12, 30. And sometimes maybe 1, depending depending on how long the pastor wants to go, you know. And then my church is Crossover Church. Crossover Church. Then the website is crossover.church. And you can see crossover with like two lines. And it'll be one, one, one white and one red. You see that? And then if you don't, and, and the pastor's name is Pastor King. So if you don't, if you don't see that, then you're not on the right website. So, and, and if you need more information, just let me know. Hit me up. You know, I give you all the details. But basically, I was going there, right? 
And yeah, and, and, and you know typically how, how unbelievers look at us and say, we go to church on Sundays, but then Monday to Saturday, we just go do whatever we want. We don't follow the Bible, the Bible, you know, we don't follow the Bible, we just do whatever we want. Because cause, cause people typically think when we say, we're saved by grace, that we just do whatever we want. No, no, no. And that's what most Christians probably do. On Sundays, they will, on Sundays, they will go to church, right? But then Monday to Saturdays, they will see us, they will see like us, they will see us like, you don't see this whole dichotomy of us doing like whatever we wanted basically like we, we want to follow and granted I, I i fall i fall i fall victim to this because like like i said i still do point of masturbation and i still am lazy and i've been saved for like three years which is a huge problem because i know i should have been over there because the bible talks about born again and repenting and sins which we get into that later later and in, 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 we'll we will get into that later and we, we'll get into that later as far as that we'll get into that later but basically, I saw basically I was doing that. I started, and that's basically how I just basically got saved. And through that, through that process, God was still working on me and, and still, you, you know, giving, giving, working through me through the Holy Spirit and everything. And, and, and my, my, my ultimate goal, because I've been saved for three years, and I've been saved for three years. My really, my really, really ultimate goal is to read through this Bible, this Bible, multiple times. Because I don't want to be one of those people that have been in the faith for 20, 30 years and haven't read through the whole entire Bible. Because there's some people out there who've been saved for years, years, and years, but have not even read the whole entire Bible, which is which is a problem. Because for us, we look at as, oh, we have blind faith, we have blind faith, we have blind faith. And which is, that's true, but that's true, but not true. Because of the fact that it's true because a lot of, a, a lot, that's true because a lot of believers, they do have like blind faith or whatever. Because they just follow it, maybe because their parents, maybe their parents, um, grew up like Christian or whatever, or maybe one of their friends told them, and they just obviously follow from that basically. But as Christians, we're supposed to have, we're supposed to have an answer because there's two, there's two scriptures. Uh, I think, I think, First Peter, I'm, I'm gonna look it up for you. I'm gonna look it up right now for y'all, just, just, just to be, you know, just, just, just not misquoting anything. I don't want to misquote anything, but I, I know there's two scriptures. There are two scriptures. One, see me one second, see me one second. Whoa. First people. Okay, first, look at the second team. Let's start with 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 Okay, now to be honest, I don't know if this is the right verse, but it's two. There's two verses. The first verse is in Second Timothy two fifteen. Now, quote me if I'm wrong. I'm I'm, I'm quoting from the Bible, but I'm not sure if this is the right verse or not. I have looked it up later and, and make sure. But it says that be diligent to present yourself. Be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. 
basically just means basically what it really just means is to study to show yourself approved because God does not want us to have blind faith he doesn't want to have because God wants God does not want us to have blind faith and that's the misconception that, that's the misconception that we have blind faith now obviously a lot of people do have blind faith like I said they follow because their parents um because they, they, they either they either follow the Bible because their parents followed because their parents believed in it or when their friends told them and then they ended up reading the Bible and, and, and then they just got like Amazed by it, and they, and they just start following it, but not actually looking up any evidence for the stuff. You, you know what I mean? But it's like, you, you know what I mean? And another verse is, let me go back. Let me go, let me go to another verse So sorry, I, so sorry for the long pause. I, I just, I just don't know. I can't remember what that. I know it's in Peter. It's in Peter. It's in Peter. It's in Peter. So I know it's in Peter. So I gotta figure out where. Well, I can't find it. I, I, I don't remember exactly where it was, but it was another one. It was another verse. It was another verse that said, it was said, um, I'm trying to think. I can't, I can't remember exactly where it was. I know it's in Peter somewhere. Peter, but I, I, I'm not going to, it's just Peter somewhere. But it was talking about how you should, like, uh, like, give it a, oh, it, it was, it was like, give a defense. Like, 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 when people ask you, when, when people ask you for the hope that you have, give a defense. Because it says you should give a defense. For people, give it a fence, like give it a fence to your faith when people ask you for the hope that you have. If that makes sense, like give a defense for the hope, give a defense for the hope that you have. And so, so if somebody asks you, uh, if somebody asks you, if, somebody, if someone asks you where to get your hope from, where to get your happiness and joy from, give it a defense, which is basically the gospel. That's basically what it means. Now, it's just defending, we have to defend the faith. Now, obviously, I can't find it. I know it's somewhere in Peter, somewhere in Peter, but I just, I just couldn't find it. So, I know it's, it's a quote like that. Now, go now go find it yourself. Now, if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, just, just, just search up, give a defense for the hope that we have. Just all you gotta search up is give a defense for the hope that we have. Bible verse, and it'll, it'll pop up. Because somewhere in Peter, I know somewhere in Peter, I just can't remember where in Peter. I was looking for it, I just couldn't. But yeah, that's basically, that's basically what it is. Two scriptures talking about we, how we have to defend the faith, basically, because we can't just blindly believe. Because blindly believe is not, it's not, it's not gonna give us anything. It's just not blindly believe is just not give us anything. It's really not gonna give us anything. It's just not gonna give us anything. It's really just not. You have, it's not. It's just not gonna give us anything. You have to know that it's not. Because just blindly believing is not give us. You don't realize that. A lot of unbelievers are gonna want answers. Now, granted, some people are gonna love your testimony and love, like you know, that stuff. But majority of the world wants evidence, not just testimony. Cause testimony is good and all, but like that's anecdotal to them. That's anecdotal from person to person. Now, obviously, a lot of Christians have similar testimonies, but that still that still does not negate the fact that still that still does not negate the fact 
that still does not negate the fact that and that still does not negate the fact that it's still added to each person even though it's kind of similar because if you look at a lot of if you look at christian testimonies and you go through hundreds of testimonies on youtube tiktok instagram wherever you'll see they're kind of similar right but 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 that's the antidote and a lot of people don't want that a lot of people want evidence now you have to realize that evidence and proof are not the same thing because proof is saying that you have an absolute truth and no, nobody can rebuttal that meaning like if you have proof you if you have proof you're saying to yourself that this thing is true and this, and, and this thing is true and i can 100 percent prove it i got i can 100 percent show you that it's true but with evidence, evidence, because evidence, evidence can be debated. Evidence can be debated on proof or not. If you say you have proof, but that can be debated on, it's evidence, not proof. Because proof is something that proof is proof is something that cannot be debated on. Evidence can. That's why it's not the same. That's why it's not the same. It's not the same. Now, evidence can turn into proof after a while, but it's not the same thing. It's not. That's why Christians say we have evidence, not proof. If you say you have proof, that means it's undeniable, and you can't debate it. That's why I'm Christian. We have evidence. We have evidence for God, but we just really can't prove it. Because you have to realize science. We have, I mean, because science cannot really prove the metaphysical world. Science can only prove what's physical to you. You can't really prove metaphysical things like God or whatnot. You can't really prove that. That's, that's why a lot of people say you can't prove this. Now, now, now we have the evidence to back it up. And I feel like a lot, a lot of these scholars, I feel like look at a lot of these biblical scholars, and and even some atheist scholars, you can see how they prove not prove, but like have evidence for the resurrection of Christ and all these different things, and for the Christianity. But it's been going on. It's been going on for years. This, this debate has been going on for years and years and everything. And it's just like, you know what I mean. So it is what it is at the end of the day. It is. It really is what it is at the end of the day. Because it, because it, it really is what it is at the end of the day. It's just what it is. It really just, you know. And my family, friends, my family. Now, 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 the way I grew up. Now, I, now, I'm sorry. I, no, no, no. I can't get my words out. Now, now, let me get into my background. Let me get into my background. Because I didn't get my background. I just started when I got saved. I just started like that. I didn't get into my full background. Now, growing up, my parents took me to church and all that. We went to family church. But we, we, but we, 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 I cannot even speak right now. So, growing up, we were going to church, right? But we were bouncing from this church to this church to that church to that. We were bouncing. We, we didn't have, like, one church we were bouncing this church this church we were bouncing around from these different churches right and it's just like i think it's i think maybe we were probably eight years old i think it's like maybe that's like i think that was going on for like maybe some weeks or some years i can't remember exactly how long it was going on for but going for a while but after a while my parents just stopped going to church now obviously me and my um me my me me my mom we always go to church on easter me my mom and then and then my my friend that I knew, cause, because cause my parents from Africa and my parents are from Africa, right? They're from Eritrea, Africa, right? And I well, well the cousin, I don't know, I don't know if she's my actual cousin, but I just called her that because in her family, we went to church with them. Like like she, she's the only child. It was her, her mom and dad, and it was me, and my mother. We all went to the same church. You know, if you know the one on Middlebelt Road, Orthodox Church over there by that CVS and that Planet Fitness over there. But I mean, if you know, you know. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. But we used to go over there every Easter and it used to be at nighttime. We used to go there every night. What we would do every Easter is go there. We would walk around the church a little bit. We would have candles, walk around the church. I, 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 to be honest with you, I never understood church anyways. Growing up, I never understood it. When we went to the church, church, I didn't understand what people talking about. I, I just sat there and even going there, I didn't understand it because I didn't understand what they were speaking of. 
I didn't understand it. I didn't understand that at all. I just, I just really didn't understand it. So what we would do is every year, go there at nighttime, and then we would just like walk. We would like walk around the church. It wasn't a big church, but it wasn't like a big church. But we would walk around it first. Everyone in there would walk around a little bit with candles. I think we had candles walking around. Like we'll, we'll walk around a little bit. I think we, I can't remember if we had service first. I can't remember if we they said some things in there first and then we walked out. I think we walked out first. I think we walked out first. We walked around first. I think. Then we came in. And then we'll come in, have the service. I didn't understand. I like what they were saying. I didn't know that. And then we and, and then we'll have these Easter baskets and then just eggs on it. I personally didn't like it. It, it is what it is. But we we'll sit there, have the service, and I, and then I think they'll make us drink something. I can't remember exactly if they make us like drink something or not. I don't know if that would be a food school, but I think they'll make us like drink something. I think it was like a kiss across or like drink something. Yeah, I remember going to one church and they just made us drink something, but I, I, I didn't get the significance of that. That's that, that just horrible and nasty. But I mean, obviously, in this church, we have communion because obviously, you've got to ask. They talk about communion. Or I think it's like the first Corinthians are asked where they talk about communion. Every. So that, that, that's a given in the Bible. But whatever I made a drink, I don't think that was that. I'm not sure because I don't really follow what they were saying but anyway after that they, we, we, we were going to their basement i guess we were going to their basement and then we had we we food and then my mother and then my mother and then her mother because her, her mother her mother and father they were, we were all mingled to, we were all like mingled together me and her were just sitting on our phones we didn't know what to do and we would just eat and then they would just sit there and talk a little bit while they would just sit there they would sit there and talk a little bit they would just they would just like sit there and just like talk a little bit right they would just be sitting there and talking a little bit and we just did, and we didn't leave till about like one or two o'clock. We didn't leave till like one, two, three in the morning, basically. We go on. I'm just having like every time I ever used to. Until about like maybe like the tenth grade, we stopped. After the tenth grade, I stopped doing it. And we just stopped doing it after like the tenth grade and everything. I think that's how it was. I think that's what it was. I think no, no, no. I think that's really what it was. We just stopped. Uh, for me personally, I'm still working on myself because obviously I told you I still do point of masturbation and I'm still lazy and I know that's wrong. I know, but the, I know based on what the Bible says. And, and, and we can get on each, we can get into each of those topics in later videos. But I'm just saying I know that I know I know I'm not justifying my sins at all. Cause I'm not just. Oh, sorry, I was looking at something. But, sorry for that. But I would, I'm not justifying. I'm not justifying my sins. I'm not because I know they're wrong and God, I, I know that's wrong. That's why I need to quit. I need to quit doing it. I need to quit doing it. I know I need to quit doing it. I, I know I need to quit doing it. I just know. Um, for me, for me personally, I'm still studying because because I, I can't explain everything in the Bible because I haven't read the whole Bible. I have not read the whole Bible. Now my goal is my goal is to read this whole thing. My goal is to read this whole thing multiple times. My multiple times because I because I got because like I said I don't want to end up. Being like in the faith for 10, 15, 20 years and not break this whole thing. Because you gotta realize that like you realize that a lot of Christians just go to the same type of verses and stuff instead of a lot of Christians just go to the same type of stuff. They be going to like the New Testament and what's that? Sorry, sorry, sorry. about that, sorry about that, sorry about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not adding this. I told you, like I said, raw footage, raw footage. Sorry about that. But back to what I was saying. What I was saying was, Christians just like to use the, the same type of books and verses all the time. Like, you got the John 3.16, you got the John 14.6, you got the, uh, 
John, John, John 1 1 and John 1 14. And then you also got Genesis 1 1, Genesis 1 26. Um, Genesis 3, what's up with the fall? Um, and there's so many of these different typical verses that we use instead of we just use these, these typical type of verses and, and then a lot of us don't want to get down to the nitty-gritty verses which are which are the slavery verses or the or the uh, whole whole thing about uh, incest or abortion or all that verses that people claim that we have that people that christians don't want to talk about we try to like avoid those we try to avoid those and get down to the nitty we try to avoid those and just use those common verses that you know wasn't which is something wrong with that because because it, it's something wrong with that because of the fact that we need to, we need to, we need to talk about everything now after certain parts of the Bible but we can talk about everything now obviously we're in a new covenant but that doesn't negate the fact that we still we need to talk about the Old Testament because the Old Testament still shaped the way for the New Testament you, you know all that stuff I'm granted I'm not talking about none of that stuff because I haven't read that stuff yet so I can't speak on what I don't know. And that's many Christians need to. Many Christians need to stop speaking on what they don't know. Stop, don't speak on. Don't speak on what you do not know. If you don't, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't know something, don't speak on it because I'll be pride. You don't want pride. You, you don't want pride. Pride is not a good thing. Pride is not a good thing. And you know, granted, I have, I have that, I have, I have those. Things. Sorry, man. But I, you know, I have pride myself sometimes because obviously. If, if, if you know me personally, you know that I love to help people. I love to help people. But I have a hard time asking for help. I have a hard time asking people for help. And that can be my pride taking that. Can be, that can be my pride coming in me. But and I need to work on that stuff. I need to work on all that stuff. And I, and I know what I need to work on. And I need to keep working on that. I, I, I know. I know what I need to work on. But back to what I was saying, like, if you, if you don't speak on what, don't speak on what you do not know. That's that's something you should not. Don't speak on what don't speak on what you don't know. Basically, don't speak on what you don't know. Just don't, just don't, just don't. Do that. I'm sorry if I'm looking over there because it's these kids over here. And I don't know why I keep looking at them, but you need to focus on this. But like I'm saying, don't don't speak on what you don't know because that, that's just not good to know. Just just eat, just don't speak on what you don't know, but also admit when you're wrong. Admit when you're wrong, or admit when you need to study more because because. Because us as Christians, we're known for being hateful, judgmental, hypocritical, and also upset. Because when I say upset, I mean like, you know, when people are, like people are having conversation, like in, in a debate or just having a regular conversation. When somebody brings up something that they don't know, or they feel like either either that person, either that Christian doesn't know, or they feel like they're being wrong, meaning that they're wrong. The Christian is wrong, is right. We want to get all defensive and make it caught. We either want to be defensive, we either want to get defensive, right? Or we just want to like, we want to be defensive. We basically, basically, we just want to get defensive and call people names and like start screaming and yelling and all that. And it's not the Bible tells us how we're supposed to act. The Bible does not tell us how. The Bible does not say we're supposed to act like that. But that's a huge problem because people's feelings start kicking in, and it like like the Bible says, deny yourself and pay for your cost daily. Now, personally. I don't want to sound like a hypocrite because I need to work, I need to work on that myself. I need to work on that myself. Now, what I tell myself is this: in order to not be hypocritical, obviously, either either do what you're saying. Like if you tell someone to do something, make sure you're doing it yourself because the Bible talks about how to judge people, and it says that we could righteously judge. But if we Matthew seven, it talks about other things. But it talks about other things. But it talks about other things, but talks about other things right? Like 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 let me just let me just. Let me, let me just let me, let me, let me, let me, 
Continuons, continuons, um, Alright, Matthew 7, 1 through 6. Matthew 7, Matthew, Matthew 7, 1 through 6. It talks about. It's not the pages over, so. It's not the pages over. It's good out here, but it's a little windy. Good. It says, Judge not that. Uh, judge, judge not that you be not judged. For with what judgment you judge, you will be judged. And with the, um, with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you and why do you look at the speck in your brother's eyes but do not consider the plank in your own eyes or how can you say to your brother let me remove the speck from your eye and look a plank is in your eye hypocrite first Remove the plank from your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eyes. Do not give what is holy to the dogs, nor cast your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet, and turn them and tear you into pieces. Now, obviously, now obviously, people, people love to take, now obviously people love to take it out of context and say not to judge, right? Because people think we're judgmental, but like you gotta realize the first verse says, "Judge that she, judge that she not judge." Judge Matthew seven one talks about judge lest ye be judged. Meaning that if you judge, you'll be judged with the same thing. But they don't read the whole. They don't read the whole verse because they read the whole verse. The verse is not talking about judgment. I mean, it, it, it is, but it's talking about hypocritically judging because it talks about how. Don't hypocritically judge. It talks about basically making sure you get the plank out of your own eye first, and then you can see clearly the plank in somebody else's eye. Because you gotta realize you can't help you, you can't help somebody overcome something if you're going through something similar. Meaning, like say for example, let's say for example, me for example, point of masturbation and laziness. I can't help somebody overcome that if I haven't overcame that myself. Because I can give them the advice from the Bible. I can give them advice from the Bible, but it's like I have to apply that myself. So it's make me sound like a hypocrite. Yeah, and don't be a hypocrite because God is not like hypocrites. He's not. Now we can judge, obviously, because it talks about righteous judgment. Uh, let me go. Let me go find that. Let me go find this verse. Give me one second. Let me go find this verse for you. Uh, um, I found it. And I said, this is this is Romans 132. 
who, knowing the righteous judgment of God, that those who practice such things are deserving of death, not only to the same, but also approved to those who practice them. Okay, okay. I, I don't think I don't think it's right. For, I mean, read, read that verse for yourself. Read that verse for yourself. I don't think that's the right one. I, I don't think that was the right one. Let me see if I find the other one. I don't think that's. I don't think that was the right one. Uh, yeah, I don't think that was the right one. I don't think that was actually the right one. I don't think that was actually the right one. Um, yeah, I don't think that was actually the right one. Let's go to two. Yeah, I can't find it. But the Bible talks about I, I can't find it. But the Bible talks about how we can judge. Just do a righteous just do righteous judgment. But also in Romans. I don't know exactly where, but I, I don't know exactly I know for a fact it's in Romans. I just don't remember where. Because because a lot of people say we're like we have no because because like there's no condemnation there's there there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. I'm not sure if that's the verse word for word, but it, that's that's basically what we're talking about. It talks about in Romans how we have no there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. We have, we have no condemnation. Don't don't condemn somebody for doing something. Don't don't condemn somebody for doing something. No, 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 no. Do not condemn somebody for doing something because of the fact that since God since God does not condemn us, we shouldn't condemn them. Now, obviously, we can judge people. Just don't do it hypocritically, and that's the problem. Because many, many, many unbelievers think we're hypocritical, we're judgmental, we're hateful, and all that. And it's not right at all. Now, granted, there's a, there, there are a group of Christians that are like that, but personally, I feel like sometimes people make mistake judgment and hypocritical. And you know, I feel like some, sometimes, sometimes people can mistake being judgmental and being hypo. No, being judgmental. And being judge, being judgmental, and being hateful. I thought people people mis mistake judgmental and hatefulness to, for love, because what the world's love is is acceptance and tolerance. What the Bible's love is 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 love your enemies, but also stand in the truth. So we tell so like because the truth does not care about your feelings. So you should you shouldn't tell somebody the truth. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You sh you shouldn't hide the truth. Meaning like if you really if you really truly love somebody, tell them the truth no matter how it hurts. Now obviously you say it in a nice kind way, but just come up with the truth. Don't try to sugarcoat it or beat around the bush. Tell them the truth. That, that's true love. But many people might mistake that that type of love for being hateful or or judgmental. Now, granted, there are, like I said, there are hateful and judgmental and hypocritical Christians out there, but I feel like sometimes people mistake those things for love. No, no, no sometimes people, people mistake love. Some people may mistake biblical love for those things because that's not how the world sees it. The world, isn't, the world does not see it the way, the way that God and His Word sees it. But hey, to, to each be their own. At the end of the day, there's nothing you can do about that because all, all we can do is just keep living our truth, God's truth, not, not my truth, it's God's truth. The one above his truth. 
keep living his truth and no matter what happens what happens because you know this world wants to keep rejecting god so be it at the end of the day there's nothing i can do about that all i can do is just share the gospel plant that seed and you know truth be told whatever happens whatever happens only god can water that seed we as christians can only plant the seed we can't water it that's god's job so you know hey it is what it is I can't stand nobody. Only God saves people. Meaning that, like, I can share as many, I can share the gospel to as many people as possible, and I can plant that seed. But it's ultimately God's job to water that seed, just to walk, go ahead and water it and blossom. But it is what it is on that one. It is what it is on that one. But it's like, but it's just like, yeah. And, and that's just really how I really came to Christ. You know, uh, my, I, I mean, to this day, my parents still believe because they, they grew up in like, uh, you know, they grew up in Eritrea. They grew up in Eritrea. No, I think it might be Ethiopia. I think it might be Ethiopia because like, I, I, I don't know what it was called. I think it was just all Ethiopia before Eritrea because in 19, 1993, Eritrea got only independence. So I, I would assume that Ethiopia was still there. I think it was just one big Ethiopia. All, all, I think Ethiopia and Eritrea was just one in just all Ethiopia. And, and, then, and then in like 1993, they got their own independence or so they split into two, which one Ethiopia and Eritrea. I believe so. And I think over there, they're all Orthodox. But I think my parents are Catholic. I'm not sure. How, I'm not sure. Because growing up, I would ask them, what are we? I, I, would always ask them, I would always ask my parents, what are we? They would always tell me Catholic. I don't know. Why? I don't know. I don't know, but I don't know. And then growing up, my sister always had questions. Like, I mean, I didn't really believe in God. I mean, I knew God existed, but I rather like I was like this. I didn't really care. I was like, I was a kid, I didn't really care. And as growing up, my sister had my sister would have like a lot of questions. If she have a lot of questions, she would have a lot of questions about God. But I, I but I never seen her like open the Bible because I so I don't know if she believed in, in the Christian God because if she did. She wouldn't ask my pops all these questions. She would crack open the Bible and read that and figure that out. And actually going in there. Now growing up the internet was not as prevalent as it is now. Like yeah, guess in two thousand we had internet, but it was like still growing since I mean I mean it's still growing now, but now it's like stable. It's like stable and now it's like the it's like it's stable now and it's not much growing that it has to do with left. It's still stable. Man, yeah, I never seen a I never really seen her sister crack up in the Bible for real for real. I don't know. And she says she, and she, she says she talks to she says now that she talks to her friend about the Bible and I don't know what kind of talk they have, but and I, I know our friend because you know she's been up and house. It is what it is. I don't know, but all I, I I don't really know. But all I'm saying, is all I'm saying, all that I'm saying, all that I'm saying, really, it's really just like um, teach me something at the end of the day. I can't force nobody, like because like because the world thinks that we're forcing God down on their throats, and, and to an extent I can say that because they are making laws on it. Because I feel like. There shouldn't be no laws besides besides the basics like no murder. You know, keep those. But I'm saying like as far as other things, we shouldn't have laws in place on, on Christianity because of the fact that since God gives us free choice and free will, since God gives us like free choice, I don't think it's really free will. For example, uh, I think it's more free choice. I don't know if it's the same thing, but I feel like more free choice because we don't have free will because we're limited basically because we're still limited to the environment that we're where we're surrounded in. Obviously, we're still limited, so I think it's more of choices rather than just will. We can't do whatever we want to. It's, it's obviously limited to the. It's, it is obviously like limited to to basically the surroundings that we have in the environment that we grew up in. It's obviously limited. We still have choices within that realm, but it's not will because if we will, we can do whatever we want. But it's, it's kind of like a different. It's, it's kind of different, I would say. But but we but like I said, we we shouldn't make like we shouldn't. 
Um, anyways, we shouldn't like. Um, I'm sorry, but like, I'm sorry about that. But but like we shouldn't make laws based on that because since God gives us like free choice, we should give everybody else free choice. Now obviously we should speak on what's wrong. Now I now obviously we should. Okay. Now obviously we should speak on what's right and what's wrong. And what's wrong is that, like things like abortion and like and like sex before marriage and all that. We we just speak on it. We should speak on those things. But we really shouldn't like make laws on that stuff because of the fact that we 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 should give people free of choice. Now obviously now obviously keep the laws like murder, do not lie, I don't know, do not steal anything like that. Keep those type of laws. Obviously obviously we should, we should I never legalize those. But what I'm saying is, certain certain laws, certain things we should not make into law. Like abortion, we should not make into law. Um, abortion, abortion, we should not make into law. And certain other things we should not make into law because of the fact that people should have still the free choice to do what they want to do with him. Because since God gives us choice, we should give. We should be able to give people choices. And to be honest with you, this is not a Christian nation. It's not. It's really not. It's not. It is not a Christian nation. I'm telling you, it's not. I feel something wrong, dog. Whatever. I mean, whatever. I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. But back to what I'm saying, we should not force, like, laws onto people because, like, because God did not force us to do anything because he gives us the freedom to choose him and not to choose him. So since we shouldn't force that on people, it's just like, you see what I'm saying? Since God does not force us to do anything, we shouldn't force people to do anything. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not, it's not. Because people, people don't, people don't like. Oh, I'm sorry. There's people coming and coming, so I'm just looking. I'm just looking, looking at that. But like, we shouldn't force people to like. Mom, we shouldn't. We shouldn't. Hey, wait up! Yeah, I felt like he needed to be a little louder. So, mom, keep yours. You okay? Yeah, mm -hmm. I was talking about you. Okay? Yeah. No. Mm. So, sorry about the pause. You just, like, you know, people, sorry about the pause. You know, people walking through here, and, you know, it is what it is. But, like I said, we shouldn't force people to do anything. So that's why we shouldn't, we, that's why we shouldn't make laws. Now, granted, when, when the whole law will be way past the Supreme Court, I was like, yeah, but, like, I'm thinking about it now. I'm still part of life. I'm still, like, Abolitionists, obviously, pro-life abolitionists, but like we still shouldn't like force. Because I was like, okay, yeah, it's good, and, but it's like, like, like with the whole, with the whole Ten Commandments thing, in, with the whole Ten Commandments thing in in, in Texas, and it's good we have that in the schools, but I feel like we shouldn't force that onto people because if we force that onto people, it's gonna make it's gonna make them more, more resistant to Christ because the more we force things that are Christian into law, the more people will be more resistant to that because since since this was founded on Christian. This is founded, quote unquote, Christian nationalism, like people say, or, or, or white Christian evangelicals, like people like to say. Most people, most people in this country grew up Christian, whether it be Catholic, Mormon, John Witness, or whatever, whatever it was. We most people, most people, most people in this country grew up like Christian. They either grew up Christian or they grew up Jewish. Mostly Christian, you know, but you know what I'm saying? They grew up Christian, and people have the vivid memorizations of going to church and being forced to doing that thing. They have like the thing, because we people in this country have been like, we will be like forced into doing those things, right? Maybe their parents are forced to go to church or forced them to do this in Christ, whatever it is, and they would hate it because of the fact that either. It's either one that they, they would be forced into going to church, and then Monday through Saturday, they'll see their parents not abiding by what the Bible actually says. Or they'll go to church and then they'll go to church, have like questions where people in those churches will say, 
sorry, this is just like a B around here. And this is another B, so I gotta, uh, I don't know, it's a B over here, so I gotta wait. Yeah, it's just a B over here. But like I was saying, they're, they're either one, get forced into going to church, and, but then Monday through Saturday, they'll see their parents do whatever they wanted to, not following what the word actually says. Or it could be a thing of they will go to church, right? Have these questions, but either their parents or the people in the congregation, like, to tell them, don't worry, just have the faith, have the faith, the faith. You know, like that's a blind faith, obviously. And and that's and, and and that's not good because of the fact that people have questions, answer them. Bible literally says, as I said before, you need two scriptures where it talks about study to show for proof and defend the faith. So obviously, we need to obviously defend. We need to have evidence. For poor people, because you gotta realize people don't want testimonial, people testimonial things. Some people may want that and they'll be happy with that, but most people want evidence for this. People want that. The people want their questions answered. And, and, and growing up, a lot of people will say, a lot of people say they grew up in church. They'll say, oh, when they have a question, it's like the people just dismiss that question, but you just believe it's God. Don't question God. Anymore. And obviously. We should definitely question God. Definitely question God because you should, because because you should, because you shouldn't just believe this because somebody told you. You need to believe it because of, of of what you're reading here plus the evidence that we have. Because we have some we have some good evidence. We have great evidence. I would say I was. Mm. I don't know, my butt started, my, my, my butt started hurt a little bit, I don't know. But, obviously, there's some great people to look at, like, I would say, give, look at um, William Lane Craig. That's one good one good person to really go look at. Two, look at Gary, Gary Haber, Gary Habermas, which is another good person to go look at. And it's, it's, it's some of the person, I can't remember his name. Well, two other people. One, I can't remember the name of, I... If I, if I find it, I, I, I'll let you know later. I, can't remember, I don't know how to say his exact name. I don't know. It starts with S, but I don't know how to. Shamoon. 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 It's going YouTube. Type of Shamoon Christian. It still pops up. I don't know if it's going to be him popping up, but if it's not, I'm saying the name wrong. And then also look up Cold Case. Cold Case Christianity. Because, it, because that's good. Because the, it, it, it has a guy. Jay Walsh, because he, I, 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 personally, I haven't seen the movie, but he, but he, but he was in God, God's Not Dead. I know, I don't, I don't know if he was in both movies. I think there's like two or three movies. I'm not sure if it's all of them, but I know he's in God, God's Not Dead. So, so if you, so if you see him, he, that, that's, that's the guy with Cold Case Christianity. He, he has a book, and he has a YouTube site, but he also podcast. You know, so check those people out, because because those are the type of people that can give you good, solid information on the Bible. Oh, and also, if you go on TikTok, look up Jordan Travis. Look, look up Jordan Travis as well. Just, 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 just search up J-R-D-N, which is Jordan, and then Travis. You can see what pops up on, uh, on TikTok. Look him up. He's really good. Now, obviously, don't believe him. I mean, believe what he's, don't believe him because he talks about, he talks, he, he talks about how we say about works, not by faith. He said, he, he no, he said, he, he, he talks about how we say about both, but we say about faith, not by works. But other than that, he, he he, he kind of knows how to like debate and really gets in. So those those type of people are good to like look at to, to get more information. Now obviously don't obviously don't believe what they say. Any anything that they say, whether it be them or any pastors or preachers that you listen to, write down what they say, take notes, and then always go back to the Word of God, which is.
this thing right here. Always go back to this word of God, the Bible, to see what it, to see if what they're saying is true. Because obviously that that believe that leads back into blind faith. But if you just believe what anybody says, you can get false doctrine and you and you, you led astray because of the fact that you you you're getting false information. Now, obviously, even if what people say are true, you don't you don't know if what they're saying. You don't know. You do not know what if you do not know if what they're saying is true if you don't even I'm saying you don't I'm saying you don't know what you don't even know if what they're saying is true if you don't go back and study the word for yourself. Now now let me now let me read you another passage. Let's go to Matthew. It's in Matthew. Matthew 7, 13 to 14. Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way to come on. Enter by the enter by the narrow gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are a there are few who find it. Basically, what you're saying is two. Basically, what, basically what that passage is saying is that there's two paths: the narrow path, you know, and, and, and I know y'all all see narrow paths. You know, narrow pathways. They're very narrow and they're very small. So only only basically like one one maybe two people can go at a time side by side but one maybe two side by side maybe depending on how the size of people in the small whatever and that's what i'm saying because it's talking about how narrow is the way narrow is the way that leads to to to, to life which means that mean that few will find it because when we follow christ only few are going to find the right path to go on because you have to realize that like, many people are going to lead uh, many people are, are going to lead to destruction because either it's either they don't want to follow what's in here, meaning meaning that they don't believe it at all, and they like forget this. I'm doing my own thing, whether they be believing in something else or whatever, or they would believe this, but obviously don't study it for themselves, and they, and they just believe what anybody says and don't do their own research to figure out if what they're saying is true. And that's what it means because it means that many people are going to go lead down the wrong path because they're not following what the word actually says to do because because we, because because. Because it's all talk. Because it's easy to say that Jesus is Lord, Jesus, Jesus is God, and uh, it's easy to say these type of things that Jesus is God, Jesus is Lord. But it's like if you don't believe it in your heart and actually follow it, it's pointless. But you have to realize information without application is insufficient. Meaning that you have all the information you want on this word, but you don't actually apply it, it's pointless. But, 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 because I heard this pastor say, because I was, I heard, I heard this pastor say that he says that. Uh, mm, 18 you could be 18 in 18 inches away 18 inches away from heaven meaning that from because from your mouth to your heart is 18 inches so it means that you can confess it with your mouth but if you don't believe it in your heart you're doomed because of the fact that because, because everyone knows the saying god knows my heart god knows my heart god knows my heart which is true, and God does know your heart, and God knows your heart is really truly want to change because people say those things to justify what they want to do. Meaning, that like, yes, God knows your heart, but it's like if if you if God knows your heart, and God knows your heart is wicked because if He was really truly pure and really truly righteous, you wouldn't do the thing. Now, now, obviously, this mess ups. Obviously, people have mess ups and they mess up, but it's the difference between willfully sinning 
and just struggling. But I feel like I feel like now I'm willfully saying it and not struggling because I I guess it's good because 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 I feel like I've been doing this for like a long time and I'm still getting trying to get over a point of masturbation laziness. So I feel like it's willfully sitting at this point and not just not 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 and, and not just struggling. I feel like it's really really willfully sitting and not just me just struggling with this. Which is that's a huge problem. That is a huge, huge, huge problem. Which I need to get over. But I, but I, 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 I was just something in later videos. I Meaning I, I was just point of aspiration, lazy, all those things, and and later part of that. But for now, we're here, we're here. And that's, no, no. To each of his own, what I'm saying is, you know what I'm saying? What I'm saying is, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stay with Christ to the day I die. I'm gonna stay with Christ to the day. Now, for me, it's not, it's not close-minded. To, it's, it's, to, for me, it's not close-minded to like, because I hear people say Christians are close-minded, and we're not close-minded. It's just the fact that we don't want to open ourselves to these demonic spirits. There, there are demonic spirits out there, and if we try these different things, we'll open ourselves to my. Now, now, I'm not saying don't. I'm not saying don't research things. Obviously, research different things, but don't try different these different things. Because you try these different things. You open yourself up to the mind experience now and you can be that's what i'm saying don't you because a lot of people say we're closed-minded when we say that oh there's nothing that's going to change my mind that's not being closed-minded now for me nothing can change my mind well here's what i said nothing's going to change your mind meaning like if somebody tells you something like what people tell me is not gonna what what people tell me is not gonna change my mind obviously I have to do my own research, meaning I'm like I have, I have to research something, and if I come to the conclusion, and if I, I personally have to research something, and if I come to the conclusion that this is false, then I'm gonna walk with me. But for me, it's either gonna be me following Christ, me. It's either gonna be this, sticking with Christ. Stick. It's either gonna be sticking with this word. It's either gonna be me sticking with the Bible, and, and being a Christian. Or just me not having a religion at all. I'm not to say I'm not to say that me. Now I'm, I'm, I'm not to say that I'm not gonna be an atheist. Or I'm, not, I'm never gonna be atheist. So it's, it's either gonna be me sticking with Christ and being a Christian, or just me believing in a God and that's it. Because I'm never gonna be an atheist or agnostic. Because I know there's a God. Here. Based on because I believe in intelligent design. You see the world we're on in intelligent design. And I'm not I'm not talking about the flaws. I'm talking about natural things, which is the sun, the trees, the 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 flowers, the grass, stars, moon, stuff like the natural things. I'm not talking about in I'm not talking about the diseases, I'm talking about natural things. Natural things. I'm talking about natural things, and I believe in, in intelligent design based on that thing. Based on that. So it's either gonna be me following Christ and me being a Christian still, or or if I end up believing that this is false. Just believe me, believing in a God, and that's it. Because it's either going one or the other. Because I, I'm because 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 other religions don't make sense to me. Because the, the Hinduism doesn't make sense to me. Because the, re reincarn reincarnation to me, reincarnation to me just doesn't make sense. So it just that just doesn't make sense. Reincarnation never makes sense to me, and it never would make sense. No, like it makes yeah, what, what, what I mean that when I say it doesn't make sense to me, I mean it makes sense. But I mean like it, it just logically doesn't make sense to me. Logically, like. And the other religions don't make sense to me, either, like Quran, for instance. Quran was written 600 years after the Bible, right? Was it, wasn't it 600 years? And the people, the people, people want to have problems with our scriptures because they say the gospel was written like 20, 30, 40, 50 years after the Bible, after like the resurrection. And I'm like, you have a problem with this, but you don't have a problem with the Quran. I'm like, no sense. But anyways, to me, I mean, to me, to anyways, to each reason, that just makes no sense. Every story. But there you have it. That is my testimony. 
And and, and, and the closing statement that I want to say is that Jesus Christ did in fact die for your sins. If you like, 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 like I said, go back, go back and watch William Lane Craig, um, Gary Habermas, and Cold Crest Christianity, and they can give you, they they can give basically they can give you way more and better evidence, a better explanation for the gospel than I can. Not meaning when I say better explanation, I mean evidence. But they can give you better evidence than I can because I still need to research and I still need to look into this stuff myself. Because I still need to research about myself. So I'm still researching myself. I'm the United States. I'm still personally researching this myself. And what I can tell you is, uh, I can tell you is that Jesus Christ did die for our sins. He got buried and he rose again on the third day, and that He's the only way, the truth, and the life. John three sixteen and John fourteen six, and also that in Hebrews thirteen, in Hebrews thirteen verse eight, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Like Christ never changes, God never changes. Now obviously people may say God, obviously people may say God, God no, no, God never changes. Now think about it. Now think about this for example, because people say that is is the God of the Old Testament the same as God of the New Testament? Yes, He's the same in nature. And his nature never changed. God's nature never changes from the Old Testament to the New Testament. Now, obviously, the covenant changed because we're not in the Old Covenant no more. We're in the New Covenant. But I, but I, I can probably get into that in another video. But, but, to, sum up, but to sum it up, to, just to sum it up in this video, we're saved by grace through faith, not by blood sacrifice. Works don't save you, but works come out of that faith. Because it says in, it says in James 2.20, faith that works is dead. Meaning that like, your faith is dead if you don't produce the works. And in Galatians 5, it talks about the fruits of the Spirit. It talks about the fruits of the Spirit. I'm going to go to that real quick. Okay, here it is. Uh, Galatians 5, 22 and 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. Those are the fruits of, those are the, the fruits of the Spirit. And those things come out of your faith with Christ. Because first, first you have, first you have to have that faith in Christ. But it also talks about in Jane, it also talks about in also talks about in John 15 how if you love me, you keep my commands. And the commands are which are the which are the two greatest commands. Love your God with all your mind, heart, and then soul, and then love your enemy. Uh, no, love and then love your neighbor as you love yourself. All are the two greatest commandments. And that's what when God says when God says if you love me, keep my commandments, those are the commandments he's talking about. And then through those things, everything else everything else is tripled down, which is like the Ten Commandments and all that stuff. Yeah, everything else is just down. But, but so God is the same throughout the whole Bible. It's just, he, he, it's just the covenants change. His nature never changes. He's being omnipresent, omniscient, all love, all good. And that, that never changes throughout the whole Bible. You, you see that? That never changes. Nah. That's, that's my question. That, that, that stuff just never changes. Nah. I just want to say thank y'all for tuning into the very first. And the very first episode of the one of the one and only podcast. Thank you. And that's what I'm you know. My upload schedules are gonna start being. I'm uploading. I'm, I don't know. I'm uploading this today on Wednesday. My uploading schedules are gonna be on Sunday. So every single Sunday, look for an upload of a new video. Now, now, if you now, if you guys have any, if you guys have any, any like suggestions on what what video, what type of podcast content i should make let me know in the comment let me know let me let me let me let me know but you know 
Thanks for tuning in to the One and Only Podcast. Peace.